She's Buffy. Wow, wow, wow. Bad uh, girl. You're a bad girl. You're a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's season three, episode 14, Bad Girls. Woo. This was an incredible episode. I know. It really took me on a journey. Lots goes on. Yeah. It. I wrote pages about this episode, more than I've written about an episode in a while. Are you feeling overwhelmed? A little bit. There are so many things that happen. I was laughing and then I was like crying. There's also so much information. Yeah, I actually can't even remember. So you are so helpful to have to go through this with me and pick out the important parts. There's a few things even I heard again for the first time. Like it was brand new. Like I know this season so well because it's, I think it is my favorite season. I really think it's my favorite season. They are, they're all excellent. Mm-hmm. After this point, after season two, they're all <laughs> excellent in their own ways. Mm-hmm. What I love the most about Buffy, all of those like categories are very high in mm-hmm. this season. And I think because of that, one of the reasons is because the, what we learn in this episode is so cool and vital to the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. So, Having said that, which is cryptic and vague, it's a perfect segue into what's the sitch. <laughs> Tell me what's happening. Oh, there. Yeah. Okay. So this episode is like about Faith and Buffy. Yes. They're the bad girls of yes. the episode. It's clear almost from the top. And it's very satisfying because we've seen them. They kind of have a cool chemistry, but this is like the most time, the most teamed up they get. Yes. Uh, they have gotten. So we see them off the top, you know, fighting vamps together. Synchro slay. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So good. The first of many fights. Yes. This episode is also big budget. Yes. There are so many fights, more than like the past several episodes. There's a new location. It's just, it's obviously very important. Mm -hmm. So they're having this discussion. (laughs) In our recent memory, uh, Xander and Faith boinked <laughs> last episode. <laughs> so this is on the brain. They did. Uh, she's talking to, um, uh, Faith is talking to Buffy about. While they fight. Yes. About, you know, doesn't this just make you want to, uh, you know, have sex and you never had sex with Xander? Like, <laughs> Not even once? Yeah. <laughs> she's so like, no. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great because we just get this fantastic repartee. This, like, it's essentially like gossip around the water cooler mm-hmm. talk, and their water cooler is fighting vampires in a cemetery. Yeah. So it's like they're on the job, but they're talking about something completely unrelated. So the stakes are nice and low. Mm-hmm. They're the lowest that they're going to be this whole episode. Yeah. This is just a normal, easy night for them. Yeah. That they have every night, basically. Yeah. Um, And they end up seeing these... um weapons on the ground that these one demons or vampires left yeah and they're these specific weapons and um quick question mm. before we move on yeah do you think faith do you think buffy knows that faith had sex with xander no okay so this is to buffy's knowledge a hypothetical yes yes okay <clears throat> i'm quite sure like okay. it it was so casual that like totally yeah. She was just, sl- like, sort of um, doing some recon. Yeah. Faith was doing a bit of recon, social recon. Yeah. But without admitting anything. Okay, I agree. And then, <clears throat> like, later there's this other clue of Xander twitching his eye um, <laughs> when she says Faith's name. But and I still don't think at that point it is known. No. No. Yeah. We have not put two and two together. Because it's just so bizarre. Totally. They have barely, like, interacted. Faith is kind of an outsider. Right? Totally. In the crew. Yeah. So it goes beyond <laughs> imagination. Definitely. So they recognize these vampires are not local. Yeah. Kind of thing. 
after this is when we have a the mirror, <laughs> our first mirror scene of the episode. He also is obviously super important to this episode. I've been wondering for episodes about like who, what is the mayor? What's happening? Like what are his big plans? So excellent big plan reveal. The dedication is the final step before my ascension. I have waited longer than you can imagine for this. After the hundred days, I'll be on a higher plane. I'll have no more need for, well, let's just say I won't be concerned with the little things. Mr. Trick, watch these people. Anything you find out about them, well, let's just see that that information reaches the Slayers. Who knows? With any luck, they'll kill each other. Then everyone's a winner. Everyone, of course, being me. <laughs> Gosh, we get a lot of information in this little scene. And it's such a funny scene. And Mr. Trick's dialogue is so cool. They're, they're talking about newspaper cartoons. Yeah. And this is so 90s, isn't mm-hmm. it? I read cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like, I went and got books of cartoons from the library. Like, oh, so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Nerd. <laughs> You know, so I've actually read all a lot of cartoons. So you know Marmaduke? Yeah, I've read Marmaduke. I've read Family Circus and uh, like all these Calvin and Hobbes, like all these cute, um, very funny. Mister Trick loves Marmaduke. Yeah, uh, what a cool line! I like Marmaduke. Nobody can tell Marmaduke what to do. That's my kind of dog. <laughs> I had to say it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I wrote so many quotes in this episode. You just you just um kind of s- sort of like confetti them through the through the episode as you wish. Yes, I will. It's chalk block full of it. So so we get an event that the mayor starts talking about, the dedication. The dedication, uh, final step before my ascension. Yes. So he's he's going to do this ritual and uh, do some ascending. To what? I don't know. But So he says that he'll be, uh, after the hundred days, he will be brought to a higher plane. Mm. Those are the exact words. It's so smart. It's like talking about all this very, like, witchy occult stuff but he's also on the job too he's like what's charming guy what's political jargon and Mm -hmm. what's a thousand year old demonic ritual Mm -hmm. you tell me (laughs) love it so amazing information to find out Uh, totally and uh meanwhile after our our opening credits, we've got the gang assembled mm-hmm. at school. They're going through their college admission Oh, I forgot papers. about this. Yeah. So, like, this is important information, too. Like, they're dropping in. Like, we're getting closer and closer to splitting up the gang forever. Like, who's going where? Like, they're not really planning. They're not talking about going to school together. <laughs> Xander's talking about how <laughs> dumb he is, and he's going to go to, like, the corndog emporium <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or um, what is it? Appliance repair. Yeah, <laughs> he has a sense of humor about it, but deep down, he's probably not pleased. Yeah, and up comes Cordy, uh, like she's she do in the past couple episodes to jab a little knife into Xander That's right. and twist it. Yeah, it's she's so mean. She's getting so mean. Yeah, uh, but just to Xander. Yeah, have you noticed? It used to be a peppering to everybody. Mm-hmm. Especially Willow. Buffy used to get it a lot, too. Buffy yeah. still gets it a bit. But it really is Xander-focused. And this is meaner. Like, when Cordy was in the gang, I you notice she's not as mean. Like, she says the truth, but she's <laughs> not... This is, like, getting very cruel. Like Yeah, she takes pleasure. She says, at least my dad has a job, you know? Like, this is very mean about how poor he is. How, yeah. Okay, and then we get the new Watcher that I... I swore to hate, and I do. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Wesley Wyndham Price. Yep. <laughs> WWP. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> he sucks. Except I wrote, is he hot? Good question. Uh, I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, is he? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, but the potential is there. I think he is hot, actually. 
is what I feel. This is Alexis Denisoff, the actor. Uh-huh. Alexis Denisoff is married to Willow in real life. What the Alice, fuck Allison are Hannigan. you talking about? <laughs> what? So these two actors are married. How? They meet on the show and they get married. <gasps> so just so that you know. That is wild. Yeah. Um, I guess that's going to be in my head going forward. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler, real life spoiler. So, yeah, he's... He's a younger, nerdier Giles. Yes. Uh, he's, it's interesting. He's superior, but in like the British snobby way. And yet Giles still has so much more status than Wesley Oh, does. yeah. Gwendolyn Post challenged Giles's status more successfully than Wesley does for me in this first encounter. Yes. This is when they learn about the Earl Illuminati cult because Buffy is meeting him. Her, for the first time. Yes. And she's like, mm. and she basically is like, just like, Giles, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Like, we'll do the plan. Uh, and this is when I think Faith also comes in and is like, fuck this guy. Yep. Is this this part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a little chat about Illuminati first. Ah, and yes. they're going to chat about the different swords. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the entire legend of Balthazar. Yes, um, which Wesley pulls out of his book and he's like, I know everything about Balthazar, stupid Giles. <laughs> but Giles is so sassy in this episode. Oh, yeah. He's got great lines too, just so sarcastic and uh, like under his breath. And <laughs> and really not um, showing any kind of professional courtesy mm-hmm. either. Like the the council betrayed Giles and fired him for mm-hmm. a reason that doesn't make any sense. And Giles is not just forgetting that happened. Yeah. So there's bad blood. And Giles is, has some big ripper energy in yes. this episode, too, because he's being so... Wesley's like, I killed a vampire one time uh, in a controlled setting. <laughs> and Giles is like, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> well, you can't... Don't expect to have many of those. And he says, what, vampires? controlled settings it's great <laughs> so good it's great and Giles is just like I fucking do this all the time yeah. like uh, literally has killed hundreds of vampires along yeah. with the gang like he's not the vampire killer but he he's pretty good oh and in this episode we get to see that we're reminded mm-hmm. of Giles's more than adequate sort of field skills yes and slang skills totally so they find out that there's this amulet Yes, this is when we learn about the amulet. There's just so many details. That the vampires only want for sentimental purposes. No, and they're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. When have you ever, other than Spike, known a vampire to want something for sentimental? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. No, obviously, I mean, it's the same story they've seen many times. There's, like, demons hunting around for the relic that will, like, whatever, um, do the thing. So they're like, okay, uh, Wesley's like, go and get the amulet. Uh, it's at the Gleaves tomb. Yes, the Gleaves a family tomb. Yeah. <laughs> so Faith takes off. Buffy goes oh, after yeah. her. Yeah. Then they have the conversation, which is like the theme of the episode mm. is, what is a slayer? Faith, wait. I know this new guy's a dork, but well, I have nothing to follow that. He's pretty much just a dork. You're actually going to take orders from him? job what else can we do whatever we want we're slayers girlfriend the chosen two why should we let him take all the fun out of it oh, that'd be tragic taking the fun out of slaying stabbing beheading oh like you don't dig it i don't you're a liar i've seen you tell me steak in advance doesn't get you a little bit juiced come on say it <laughs> you can't fool me look in your eyes right after a kill just get hungry for more you're way off base Tell me that if you don't get in a good sling, after a while, you just start itching for some vamp to show up so you can give him a good uh. Again with the grunting. You realize I'm not comfortable with this. Hey, sling's what we were built for. If you're not enjoying it, you're doing something wrong. What about the assignment? Tell you what, you do the homework and I'll copy yours. I'm very curious to know what you think that is. Maybe we'll save it for later. We'll yeah, when the they shelf. have the... Yeah. yeah. But this I, I is the so. first moment where Faith is starting to make sense to Buffy. Like, really starting to make sense to her. Yeah. And and Faith is like, what, you know, just... We're the Slayers. Yeah. They are nobodies. 
why are we taking orders from them? Mm-hmm. We have Absolutely. all the power. Yeah, and like they they can't stop us. They you know they yeah. can't. They're, and they're superheroes, and they're here because of us. We're the chosen two. Mm-hmm. Faith says, Buffy, you go check out the Gleaves tomb, and you know I'll copy yours. The home, the great homework line. What about the assignment? <laughs> you do the homework. I'll copy yours. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you be the good slayer, I'll be the bad slayer. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, yes, Buffy goes to the tomb, mm-hmm. has a little showdown in the tomb. Yes. Uh, she's, like, diving in the... This is actually giving me vibes of, um, I think it's episode one, like... The Harvest. Yeah. Yes. Where she dives in the tomb and hides in it. Um, From and, Luke. Yeah, Luke yep. is there, so she hasn't done this <laughs> There's so many callbacks to season one mm-hmm. in this episode. Cool. We're about to get another one soon when she gets drowned. Ah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, it's just, it's peppered with them. Yeah, this even looks like the tomb from yeah. from that episode. Um, but she she didn't grab the amulet. She was looking right at it, and she didn't grab it. She dives in the tomb. She hides. The Illuminati dudes all come, and they steal the amulet. And they go down the manhole, <laughs> the glowing manhole. It's right in the middle of the cemetery. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it leads right to the nest of Balthazar. Yeah. So, and this is when Faith shows up and sees this kind of scuffle. Yeah, she uh, surprises Buffy in the tomb. Yeah. So she was obviously kind of right behind her. Mm-hmm. Didn't actually ditch the homework. Is going to do the homework. Mm-hmm. But because she chose to, not because she was told to. Sure. Because it sounds exciting and she loves to fight, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. She doesn't hide her pleasure or disguise her pleasure in sort of disingenuine shame or or false... Um, kind of like a false humility that Buffy can have. Faith doesn't trouble herself with that. Mm-hmm. She likes slang. She doesn't care who knows it. Yeah. So this kind of attitude leads her into the manhole, which Buffy would never do. These are not <clears throat> Buffy's instincts. Well, and Buffy hid in the tomb because it was six Illuminati, and she's not stupid. She's not going to just the the odds are too bad, you know. And Faith and she kind doesn't of, always have to fight. Yeah. And Faith is like, what? What do you mean? Like, now there's two against six, so I'm going. Like, and you can, you know, she's very confident, too, that she can go handle this. And that she doesn't really care if she can't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a risk. Whatever. I did write, I think at some point, like, death wish. Like, uh, it's pretty heavy, but I was like, Faith is, like, so reckless. I just don't think you're far off. Yeah, and I just also don't know what else, what a better way to describe a slayer mm-hmm. is it's either a death wish or it's a fate with like that death is written in the stars. It, it, you have a relationship with death, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You deal it and your death just creates another one. Like it's an essential part of the cycle. And it's life or death for them every day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this episode is about death, obviously, too. Oh, there's just so much. I know. This. But back to the manhole. It's like too much to talk about in one episode, in one podcast. We're doing a really good job. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so they go down the manhole. Yeah. Um, have this big fight yep. in the hole. Really good fight. Tons of, tons of um, little cast members here. Like, this episode also has a ton of these Illuminati guys. Oh, they're, and they're all stuntmen. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, there's too many good fights to even go through them all. This is a good one, though. <laughs> and we get Boss Daddy Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So, like, we call him... He has a name, and Balthasar says his name later. It's, I want to say it's Ebenezer. It's not <laughs> Ebenezer. <laughs> but it's a name like that. We'll it's call like him Ebenezer. Edward, Edgar, Ebenezer. It's something in there. <laughs> so he, this is the only, like, named vampire. Okay. Same vampire who the mayor is going to put in a cage oh, in yes. the episode. This is him. He manages to get Buffy and drown Buffy. Yes. In in a fight that they aren't actually doing too well. Yeah. Uh, like, well, this is scary. It it becomes like they are out of control. Yeah. Like they don't have it. 
It's incredibly chaotic. And Buffy literally, you're like, oh, she died. Like, but she meant she managed to, you know, come back to life or uh, she, maybe she played dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I think it is. That would be really smart, yeah. I think. Um, but she comes back, she does them, and she says, <laughs> I hate it when they drown me. <laughs> And then she kicks some ass. Yes. I so I just have to say the quotes in the episode today. And in the order. Yes. So good. And this is from our final episode in season one. Yes. With the master. Drowning. Yeah. yeah. And this is what has created Kendra, which created Faith. Yeah. Right? This is it. Yeah. We are like tying those two moments together. Yeah. For sure. So really, yeah, totally. Callback. Oh. Love that. Love the way you put it, though. Yeah. This is This is what... This is what begot Faith was mm-hmm. this moment in season one eventually. Yeah, Buffy, like, sired her. <laughs> <laughs> she did if with her death. If we want to call in some um, vampire Lingo. lore yeah. <laughs> into this. Okay, so um, they get the amulet out of this encounter and yeah. they bring it to Wesley. And Giles is so sassy about this whole thing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. So it's the next morning. Mm-hmm. Buffy is looking hot. She's sitting she on the library table. Mm-hmm. She also confronts Wesley again about the numbers, these Illuminati numbers. Mm-hmm. And we get more information about how convinced Wesley is that Balthazar is dead. Mm-hmm. What do they do with the amulet? Wesley pockets it. Yeah, he's like, I'll I'll keep it safe right here in my pocket. That's right. That's um, right. And then Buffy has to rush off to do a chemistry test. So... During the chem test, Buffy can't stop talking about how exciting this encounter was to Xander and Willow. And they're like, after a while, they're like, fucking fuck off, Buffy. Like, th- we have real life to do. And then Buffy's like, this doesn't matter, it is what I think she's kind of feeling. Yep. Right? And does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. But I think this is tied to, they we're talking about they got early admissions to, you know, and Oz is like, you don't want to be like me and fail grade 12, like, um, make sure you make it to the end, basically. I don't know. This is, this is, makes me think of that. Like, Buffy got into all these good colleges, but. It's absolutely intentional that mm-hmm. we are talking about future and planning in an episode where we are also taking our lives in our own hands so often. Yeah. For a Slayer, that is a completely different conversation, which Faith, because she is impulsive, she openly admits that she doesn't do any planning. Um, Her future, she's fucking broke. Her future isn't as, I would say, it's not on the line in the same ways that Buffy's is in this particular moment, in this episode. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why Buffy doesn't talk about colleges. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're totally right. Yeah. And Faith shows up and is like, let's go, girlfriend. Yeah. The future or the present moment. The present moment, which for a vampire slayer could be her last moment. Mm-hmm. Faith's I like relationship with that is very honest. Yep. If not, if not reckless and cha- chaotic and all of that. Well, and it's hard. She has no family. Like Buffy has all these other obligations. She has and a ties and... to ties to the world and Faith doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny. You go through periods of being, like, sort of admiring her, her like, vim and vigor, um, but also being sad for her. Yeah. And, and I mean, the end of the episode, we're going to have to really talk about it. Yeah. But, but Faith's, what she reveals to us in this episode is so important. It is. And how you feel she actually feels, slash whether you believe her, mm-hmm. is a huge question. Yes. Which... Again, we will shelf it and get there when we get there. So the check-in with the check-in with Wesley ends with Wesley giving her orders mm-hmm. and her being like, "Yeah, I'm going to do what I want." Yeah. And then we get the great line from Giles when Wesley's like, "What does he say?" Wesley says, "You're really not helping." And Giles says, "I know, and I feel just sick about it." And then he goes <laughs> into his office. So good, sassy fucking Giles. <sighs> A zinger. So. Uh, Faith, like, whisks Buffy away from this test and they go to a vampire nest in the middle of the day oh, yeah. just to, like, fuck around. 
Um, so normally they don't go out slaying in the day. And she's at school. Yeah. But Faith is like, what do you mean? We're vigilant at all times. Like, look, we can be going and like destroying a vampire nest today. Also, yeah. look how easy it is. We can just bust in and like uh, flame them all. And this is what Faith does in the daytime. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go to school. Yeah, she just slays all day. Yeah, uh, and then we go straight to the bronze <laughs> to yes. dance it off. I brought <laughs> bad influence. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> this is also just a metaphor for um, what parents like nightmares is about them, about you hanging out with someone who's a bad influence. Like, she's a bad influence. She comes from a bad home. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. Like, that's what it's about, too. Yes. Buffy's like a good, obedient, middle class, like, lady who lives in a house. Like, and who goes to school. Yep. Faith is not. Mm-hmm. And, and Faith. Because of Faith's circumstances, she has a completely different relationship with the rules. Mm-hmm. Because often for poor people, they don't apply to you in the same way. Yeah, totally. And she's just, yeah, she's just so real about that. But they're clubbing at the bronze. Yes. We've never seen the bronze this clubby. This is no. like late night it's bronze. It's so funny though, Marmar, because <laughs> they're dancing and eventually they get surrounded and, and it's like, it's like, um, it's like a real like sexy... <laughs> Uh, vibe. Yeah. And they're on the dance floor mm-hmm. with Buffy and Faith really into each other and then all these guys into them. Yes. And then we get a shot of Angel coming in and there's <laughs> literally no one around him. <laughs> so I also feel like it's quite early. Like yeah. none of the kids are there from school. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I don't really know what time of day. It has to be night. Actually, it has to be night because I thought Angel's it was like able to be there. Late at night, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is. Angel is there, so it has to be late. Yeah. It's funny. It's very weird. <laughs> and Buffy is and also nobody's drinking. You're sort of like, oh, they're on a MDMA, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or they're on a bender. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, so Angel comes uh, to talk to Buffy about the amulet. He's like, oh, this is very serious. And Buffy's like, mm. she's like hugging him and like kissing him. And this is our first kiss on the lips yes. in a really long time. Yes, absolutely. And, but it's very casual. But I don't know if this is just Buffy. Like she's being very like flirty and, and Angel's like, oh, fucking don't talk to me. He goes and like sits on the other couch. He's like, we need to talk about business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a very forward move by Buffy. Mm-hmm. And Buffy is is riding high on sleigh endorphins. Uh, yeah, this is quite dangerous, like one might say. Yeah. <laughs> and quite unlike Buffy, who yeah. a few episodes ago said, we're ex. And mm-hmm. then since then, they've definitely rekindled their romance again. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> You'd love them together. Oh, they're meant to be. <laughs> and even their business talk is hot. Like, they're talking. It's true. It's it true. Is. Yeah. They've got great chemistry. Uh, danger, danger. And we find out Balthazar ain't dead. Yeah. He's holed up in a warehouse. Absolutely. And so we see him uh, in this next shot where we find out where he is. He's in this warehouse, which is a new set. Mm-hmm. Very cool warehouse set. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a Jabba Wanga yeah. alien blob, whatever. Just like in a bath. Yeah. Wet. Yeah. They're like pouring water on him. Oh, it's grotesque. He's got wonderful like T-Rex ha- arms. Mm-hmm. He reminds me, this is so niche, but there's a German opera called Siegfried, and the main villain in Siegfried is Fafner. Mm. And Fafner is a massive giant, and their interpretation of giant is a lot like this interpretation of demon. Mm. Um, and it's also very possible, like, oh, this is getting really nerdy, but Fafner comes from Nordic, like Norse mythology, and a lot of the sort of themes and stories about giants and Fairy tales also come from really similar Germanic. Like, it's very possible that Joss Whedon is just taking this kind of demon from other ethos and mythos. Well, and we know Joss loves a sci fi too. Absolutely. You can just see, like, Star Wars in this. Like, it's, yeah. You can see Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So it's an interesting. We might touch on it in Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered a little bit. Like, this, there's like, 
I don't know. There's a few things I want to talk about, but I just think it's a really cool um, demon. Yes. <laughs> I think he's, he's really cool. And he's so powerful. This is one of the most powerful yes. demons we've had he's scary this season. Fuck. Yeah. He's telekinetic. He can move things with his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we meet him. Yeah. Very cool. Angel has taken the amulet to actually protect it because Wesley had brought it to the bronze. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, you're right, we cut to... Balthazar mm-hmm. with his minions. Yep, yep. So then Buffy and Faith are like going to do something. They're mm-hmm. going on their sling, next sling quest. And this is this whole breaking and entering yes. scene because they're going to get weapons. Yes. Because Angel has, you know, said this is very serious. Buffy grabs Faith off the dance floor. They they go about their business. And um, Faith's like, yeah, let's like weapon up. They break into this store and she starts just smashing glass. This is this is interesting. This is where we're starting to go like beyond skipping a class. This is now like a more serious Absolutely. Um crime, if you will. <laughs> it is a crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so we go from yeah, missing chemistry test to property damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so we see Buffy kind of go through this thing where she's like oh, is is this okay? And Faith's like, yeah, man, like, we need to do this to save the world. Like, what's more important than... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Buffy is like, you're right. Like, and it's true. Like, it's more important to save the world than if someone's windows get smashed. <laughs> yeah. But we are meant to feel like, oh, you know, when she makes that insurance comment, you're like, oh, someone owns this store that we're fucking up. You yeah. Know? It's just a more blatant disregard for the casualties of war and for the collateral damage that has existed in the past. Mm-hmm. Like we can think about Debbie from beauty and the beast. Mm. We would call Debbie collateral damage, mm-hmm. a victim of a crime that Buffy kind of was like, didn't care a lot about. Yeah. There has been many people, yep. pupils who've died at Sunnydale. Yep. That we kind of laugh about. <laughs> There's been lots of damage to property that Buffy has done. It's just been more directly linked to slaying. Whereas this is, they need weapons right now. They could go to the library. This is an act of convenience. Mm, Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And power, a show of power. And Buffy's never done something like this. So they start stealing all these weapons and then the cops show up. Oh, yes. And it's serious. Do they ever? He shoots the gun into the air. He's like, bang, uh, I'm going to, yeah. And then they're like, you must be part of those lady gangs. <laughs> so condescending. Gang violence. Uh, yeah. Because then they laugh at them. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's funny, like, they're like, Faith's mostly like, this is an inconvenience. She's like, ha ha. Like, she's enjoying herself. She's yeah. like, this is stupid. And Buffy's kind of scared. Well, Buffy's like, what am I doing in a cop car? Yeah. And I'm. Have been arrested. Yeah. Like, I, she, it's not the first time Buffy's been arrested. That's true. Let us say, <laughs> let us remember Ted, okay? R.I.P. I'm thinking of Ted during this episode, actually, yeah. um, especially later. <laughs> Buffy hasn't done a lot of violence to law enforcement. She usually spares them. Yeah. Or they just don't really cross paths. Yeah. Like, they just don't. So you're right. Ted, it's not her first time, but... Buffy doesn't like it. She doesn't like being in the back of this cop car. No, so they kick the fucking window out and make the cops smash the car. This is another moment where it's like, seri- like they're like, haha, this will be great. Well, we're going to break free of this cop car. But then these cops like get in an accident and they're like hurt. Like, they're like knocked out. They're like <laughs> fucked up. And Buffy's like, oh, should we call someone? And Faith's like, let's get the fuck out of here. They'll be fine. Yeah. Again, like, yeah, it looks serious, but. It's just a lot of destruction. Mm -hmm. It's a path of chaos and destruction is the truth. Especially when they want to be covert about their operation. it's anything but. Yeah. It's not subtle. It's not discreet. No. Yeah. So they run, they run home because it's the next morning. Joyce wants waffles. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she comes down and is, like, in a good mood. And Buffy's kind of, like, acting weird. She's like, waiting for the paper. Yes. She got up really early and she's waiting for the paper. Oh, interesting. To see what the news is. Yeah. Oh, what a world for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Try and cast your mind back to a time 
where I didn't know every news all day. <laughs> yeah. And the news wasn't curated for you. <laughs> but yeah, she's waiting for the newspaper okay. to see if there's anything about the robbery of the store, the crashing of the cop car, and the cops who got knocked out. Yeah. Dunno, dunno. But she's looking for that. She's pretty anxious. Uh, yeah. And so it seems like there's nothing. So mm-hmm. she can she can go back about her way. Um, in between, we're getting flashes of mayor, the mayor with the Boy Scouts taking pictures. Like, he's on his plan. And then we're seeing Balthazar being like, get me that amulet. Like, we're kind of, like, moving really quickly through the episode here. Yep. And we get at this conversation with the Boy Scouts. Mm. Uh, we do get Alan and Trick talking about postponing the dedication. Mm. So Alan has said that it might be best to postpone the dedication because Balthazar is in town mm-hmm. and he's causing mischief. So we have Mr. Trick really mm. admonish Alan about even suggesting that, mm. about delaying the process of ascension mm-hmm. that the mayor has revealed is the true uh, journey for him in this season, in this... In this, in his little journey. Um, the, This is so culty. Yes. Like, in cults, they always talk about ascending to some fucking plane and y'all come with me and... And there's this very elaborate process mm. of how to do it. Yes. Cast your mind back to another time at the beginning of this season (laughs) Mm -hmm. when we first met the mayor and any recollection of other things he has said that has been significant that have like, do you remember any of the clues that brought us to this point? Just he said he sold his soul already. Yes. Right. Do you remember the reason why he finally decided to get rid of Spike? He let him Mm -hmm. cause mischief last year, Mm -hmm. but this year... Yeah, he didn't want him to ruin his plans or something. Because this was a very important year. Mm. So we've had, like, really subtle clues Mm -hmm. that the mayor's been up to something. And it's in this episode where we finally get the process. Yes. The the beginning of the clear sort of ritual demonic process for whatever he's um, about to do or trying to do. Yeah. It's so good. He's so confident. Yes. Like... He's never even doubts that this isn't going to happen. And he's he's always in a jolly mood mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. He's just, like, loves his work. Oh, yeah. He's from, like, loves a power. 1950s, uh, like, car salesman commercial. Like, mm-hmm. he's so chipper and jolly all the time. It's a great performance. Yeah. So good. It's such a good contrast. Mm-hmm. And so then we get this scene with Buffy and Willow. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's just so much to talk about. This okay, this scene is like when you sort of your friend has a new friend they like better than you, and that really sucks. That really sucks. Everyone has felt this feeling where like one of your good friends like maybe has a new friend crush. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> there's this like there's this like understanding that this is normal and this is okay. People need to have lots of friends, but yeah. There's uh, hurt feelings. Yeah. We do need to quickly go back to the scene with the mayor because this is when the Illuminati favorite pops out of the closet mm-hmm. and tries to kill the mayor. So they know Balthazar is trying to fuck up the mayor's ascension plan. Mm-hmm. Is it because Balthazar wants to be the big baddie in town? It is because 100 years ago, my enemy crippled me <laughs> and... Now he is about to achieve ultimate power. So. Man, I didn't catch so much of what that guy said. He speaks in a very difficult to oh, understand God, yeah. demonic like, grunt. Honestly, Marley, that's a line that I don't think I've really ever properly heard. He is talking about the mayor. Amazing. So this means the mayor is 100 years old? At least. That's amazing information to find yes. out. Cool. So Balthazar is here to ruin the mayor's plans because a hundred years ago the mayor is 
the reason Balthazar lost power, the reason Wesley thinks he is actually dead, Mm -hmm. it was the mayor. Very cool. Yeah. And he's super pissed because he's lost his favorite vampire because his favorite vampire, he's like, he had honor. (laughs) He had loyalty. And he's like pissed off and he's splashing. Grunting. His little T-Rex arms are like splashing in the bath. (laughs) And he's also being ladled with bath like he's being basted this whole time. It's so gross. And basting is the term. I'm going to force us to use it. it. been basting. He's been basting. <laughs> Gross. It's so gnarly. And, uh, yeah. So this is where we get all this wonderful information. And then he sends all these vampires out mm-hmm. to go and get his amulet. Get me that <laughs> fucking amulet. It's <laughs> what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, he wanted it. <laughs> it's going to help him. It is. Where is the amulet? Help me track this. Angel, Angel has, has the it. amulet. He okay. took it from Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it's important that Wesley ran into Angel for later. Yes. he knows Angel has the amulet. Yes. But Angel never gave Wesley his name. Mm. And Wesley was only in that conversation for five seconds, which is why when Wesley pulls a cowardly lion mm-hmm. and gives up the goose... He actually has no information to give to Balthazar yeah, because amazing. he's so out of the club. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Wesley, uh, this is when he says Giles has an emotional problem. <laughs> Criticizing Giles. I just want to fuck this dude. I hate him. How dare he talk about Giles like that? Giles is like, ugh. Like, you yeah. don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> just is a real bummer. Everyone has this new fucking dweeb hanging around. <laughs> just makes their life more difficult (laughs) he's such a clown yeah he's so low status and yet like he's such a clown and yet he's supposed to be the new watcher from the watchers council no it's a joke it's a joke yeah so they're all just like how do we deal with this new problem kind of but giles and wesley get taken by the illuminati yeah the the uh so-called uh defeated dwindling numbers uh of vampires who worship this Apparently, dead demon have come to kidnap them. Yeah. And it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So many extras in this episode. Yeah. Like, he's got an army. Yeah. It's organized. They all have uh, matching uniforms. Yep. <laughs> they do. Uh, they have military ranks. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, this is fucking serious, man. Okay. So, then Buffy and Faith, and how did they find out that Giles has been taken? They don't have, they don't yet. So they've gone to the, Angel has told Buffy and Faith, well, Buffy at the bronze where he is. Mm. So they've now gone to the warehouse. Oh, okay. To see him. Mm -hmm. And on their way back, they are taking vampires out one by one. Yeah. And it's in an alleyway Mm -hmm. right after they kill Faith kills Alan. Yes. That Buffy runs into Angel and Angel tells her uh, that he has Giles. Okay. Balthazar has Giles. So we've we've gone to the warehouse to do some recon and mm-hmm. to and to maybe And they take see out... Buddy in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's too powerful. They can't He's huge. Yeah. Uh I think they've watched him crush a vampire's head. Yes. Skull. Yes. So he's strong. They take out all these vamps. They're kind of fighting their way out of here. And then, yeah, this is, this is like, this is an awful, awful moment where Faith kills, what's his name? Alan. Alan. Yeah. From the mayor's office. Um, and Buffy says, no, that's like a guy. And Faith just fucking kills him. It's so, it happens so fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is hard. It, it was just like any normal fight. Uh, so obviously this is fucked up. Like Buffy is like, she's freaking out. Like this has never happened to her except for Ted. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. I have to call back. I mean, Ted was a robot. I mean, she thought Ted was a man when she killed him. But we also find out (laughs) that Ted had a house full of dead wives. Ted was bad even before he was a robot. I know, but. But Alan she didn't doesn't know he have. Was bad. It's true. When she killed him. I feel like that. <laughs> it 
It's true. It's true. She didn't know, but he turned out to be a psychopath sure. anyway. But Alan, I guess, could be a psychopath. They haven't. We haven't found out yet. He's sweet. I know, <laughs> but he could be. I guess he could be, but he's sweet. If you want to justify the death of Ted. <laughs> I think, okay, if you put Ted in that alleyway and he gets staked in the heart, I am less sad than Alan getting staked in <laughs> the heart. It's true. It's very sad. Like, and, and Faith's like, oh, shit, I didn't know. And they're like, we got to get out of here. You know, this is, like, very serious. Yeah. Like, this is more serious than breaking and entering. This is literal murder. The worst crime you could do? Yeah. Also, what is the damage to yourself when you create when you commit a robbery? Mm, probably not that much. What is the damage to yourself when you take a life? Mm-hmm. Like, there's two things that happen. So they split up. Mm-hmm. They split up. Faith uh, jumps onto, like, a strange wooden shed and then over a fence. And Buffy climbs up a chain link fe- fence. They just split up. They don't mm-hmm. talk about it. They're also being pursued by by vampires, so it's not like they really can really stop to chat. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really, really chaotic and dangerous and unstable situation. Yeah. Buffy runs into Angel. Angel smells the blood on her hands. Yes. And she's like, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Freaky. She doesn't say anything. Yeah. She doesn't tell anyone. Yeah. If I had just murdered someone, I would immediately tell. Like, I... I, I, (laughs) Good thing you haven't murdered anyone. Yeah. You would all know. Yeah. But this would... Well, but think about it. Meeting your lover, your most trusted confidant and lover in the alleyway, you would spill the beans. Yeah. Oof. But Buffy's professional, too. I don't know. Isn't slaying you have to keep secrets? I don't know. Well, yeah. And she's weighing and measuring the incident and she's completely traumatized also yes but yeah she's keeping i I completely understand why she keeps the secret it's just interesting that she does absolutely uh so wesley and giles are at the (laughs) warehouse uh they're at the bath house at the bath house please yes (laughs) morris in the front He's just, it's Mad Max too, right? Yes. Like, it's just in oh, that it world. Is. It is. Of grotesquerie. It's yes. so cool. And powerful grotesque characters yeah. instead of no and, power. And Dune, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. It's all in there. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's totally the Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, it's totally. very cool. Very cool. So, Giles is pulling out his major ripper vibes. <laughs> he's, he like, is. so calm. He's like, they're going to torture us anyway. And, like, Wesley is freaking the fuck out because he's a little dweeb who's never been in the field. <laughs> no, he's an academic. Yeah. And, like, Wes- I wrote, Wesley is a motherfucking coward. Coward. He... Captain Cowardly. Yeah, fuck this dude. He Captain. literally, he crumpled at the first little moment. And Giles is gonna... Giles has endured torture. Yes. Ten hours of torture. He's a military man. He is, yeah. Yeah, Giles is the shit. Yeah, I love him. He's the best. He can do everything. He can. Mm-hmm. And he is, yeah, he is calm under pressure. Yeah. And he is not going to give up the information. No. And you're confident in that. You're like, well, he'll die before he'll give up the information. And Wesley immediately does. And luckily he has no information. <laughs> He's like, I don't know his name. (laughs) What an idiot. Uh, So his name is Angel. Yes. So Angel, ba-bam. This is so fun. This whole warehouse fight is amazing. It is. The, it's like the badass gang has come to town. So Willow and Xander aren't here because this is too dangerous. Yeah, this is a big boss yeah. level boss. And they don't join, like on some of these bigger bosses, they don't join because they're too weak. Um, and they don't have anything to contribute to that. They don't, they knew exactly what the demon was. Yeah. Wesley knew it. So mm-hmm. research got, like Crime Club evaporated from the 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 possibility to have Willow and Xander in this episode was research mode and we never went into research mode. Yeah. Um 
this was muscle, mm-hmm. brute force, and uh, sleuthery, which is more angels' domain. Yeah. So who can be, who are the best fighters? It's Buffy, Faith, Giles, Angel, and... It's why yeah. that scene that broke your heart with Willow and Buffy on the bed, mm-hmm. it's why that, it's another reason why that broke your heart, because what is Willow giving to Buffy? Mm. A protection spell. Yeah. That's not going to do shit mm. for this situation. So sad. It is. And that's why Willow says, she like throws it down and she's like, stupid. She, I think, is also acknowledging her own kind of inadequate uh, inadequacy. Mm-hmm. She's not a slayer. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Mm-hmm. But this fight is awesome. Uh, Balthazar grabs Angel. The end of the fight is like, you know, and uh, Buffy has to save Angel again. She always has to fucking see that Even guy. when he's a badass hero. Yes, totally. So she sees the light above and cuts it and it goes down and electrocutes him in his bath. And that's not some, that's not a way vampires can die. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to be, like, decapitated. Balthazar does kill that one vampire by crushing his skull. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a form of decapitation. Sure. So that's how they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, she fries him. She boils him up. Yep. And fries him in his little bath. And he's he's red like a lobster. He's been cooked and he's like, <laughs> I'll tell you. What does he tell her? Slayer. You think you've won. <laughs> when he rises, you'll wish I'd killed you. So, yeah, we are maybe maybe thinking it's the mayor, maybe, is what I think. Um, but this is like, yeah, this is scary. This is like there's an even bigger boss than mm-hmm. me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just a mid-level boss. Uh, Love that this demon gets the last word. Yeah, so good. Doesn't happen all the time. Oh, he was a great, great little demon. Yeah. And then we have the mayor in his... Um, pantagram chanting <laughs> on the roof maybe yeah i don't know where this was we can see the stars oh sure cool roof um, or some balcony shit yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere outside that sounds great at at city hall yes perfect <laughs> they've got their pentagram and their candles and chanting he's doing and then and then he snaps right back into mayor like all right how we all do it's <laughs> like island would never miss this he's usually so punctual <laughs> so funny uh and sad about alan but uh so what is this ritual do you think so he so the end is they let the the daddy vampire come and chop his head in half <laughs> uh and then it cgi's back together uh, wolverine style <laughs> so he has become invincible <laughs> As we see on his little notepad of things to do, become invisible, attend PTA meeting. <laughs> it's so funny. This is just so he can be invincible before he ascends. So yes. this is only like his first form. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now he says, now begins the hundred days. Okay. Mm, hundred days is a long time in this show. Yeah. It's about three and a half months. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. usually love this. Uh, it's important that Alan's absence is noted. Mm, mm-hmm. So Alan was supposed to be at that meeting. Yeah. And yet he was in an alleyway mm-hmm. close to Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Okay. Wondering about that. What was he doing there? I don't know. I assumed to do something for the mayor. I didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I think that's what I think, too, mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. But it's a weird thing. Sure. I didn't really clock it, but you're right. It's weird. Well, it's we're weird. obviously, like, the death of this character is not going to be, like, unnoticed, I think. 100%. Uh, Even though Faith disposed of the body yeah so i mean this is what this next scene is is 
Buffy, you know, they've they've killed the baddie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Buffy goes to visit Faith at the motel the next day. And Faith is scrubbing blood out of her clothes, presumably. Mm-hmm. She looks kind of fucked up. And Buffy's like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, coming mm-hmm. to check in about that murder we did. Mm-hmm. Faith gives her a cold shoulder and silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Buffy is like... I mean, we're probably going to throw that scene in here. Don't get me wrong. So we'll uh, (laughs) do that now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How you doing? I'm all right. You know me. Faith, we need to talk about what we're going to do. It's nothing to talk about. I was doing my job. Being a slayer is not the same as being a killer. Faith, please don't shut me out here. Like, sooner or later, we're both going to have to deal. Wrong. We can help each other. I don't need it. Yeah? Who's wrong now? Faith, you can shut off all the emotions that you want, but eventually they're going to find a body. Okay, this is the last time we're going to have this conversation, and we're not even having it now. You understand me? There is no body. I took it, weighted it, and dumped it. Body doesn't exist. Getting rid of the evidence doesn't make the problem go away. It does for me. Faith, you don't get it. You killed a man. No, you don't get it. I don't care. It's a significant scene because you have to wonder what Faith is really feeling. Is she really feeling the way she says she feels? Is she not? Yeah, this was hard. Like, definitely before, I felt like she's, like, hiding her true emotions. Like, she is fucked up about it, but she's just being tough. But the way she delivers that line at the end is kind of like, I actually did believe her. I felt like maybe... There was, like, a transition in her head that was, like, I don't actually care. Like, she's been saying it, saying it, but, like, maybe now she actually doesn't care. Because the way she delivered it, I believed it at the end. And I haven't believed her before. I've been, like, oh, there's something underneath. She feels, you know, fucked up about it. But I I don't know. It was quite scary. Excellent. Excellent. I can't reveal my feelings Mm -hmm. at this time. It would not be appropriate. (laughs) To our format. <clears throat> so professional. For me to continue. <laughs> but can I just say how satisfied I am at what you just said? Good. Okay. Don't you love when I do that to you? Yes. On this show? I love I'm all, wrong a lot, a lot of the time. And I but. love that just as much. I love all I love all the things you say. Mm-hmm. But I particularly <laughs> love it when you say something that I remember, like I can remember thinking about when I was a teenager. Aww. It's like time traveling. It's great. Cute. Uh, and then no music. Yeah, scary. Credits. So weird. In the silence. Just cut. Yep. I mean, that also leads you to have a feeling about what you just saw, too, right? The editing and the sound is telling us something. The air gets sucked out of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what an episode. Yeah. What an episode. There's a lot. I mean, holy shit. Let's fashion. Mm-hmm. And then I bet some mm-hmm. things are going to come up in Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered that's going to make us circle back to a few things. Yes, so let's- I think so. So let's fashion it up. Yes, yes. Some assembly required. Talk to me about the shirts and the pants and the shoes and the hats. Well, the fashion is very important in this episode. I mean, we pay attention to the clothing in this episode a lot because we have a whole section on it. But, like, you can just, I just love when costumes tell you exactly what you're supposed to be feeling like you know Buffy goes from light Buffy to dark Buffy to back you know you can just see her journey yeah it's so cool clear as day but she does have a little half pony at the beginning in the graveyard with a huge glittery clip (laughs) she doesn't wear the half pony very much it's real cute yeah (laughs) I love it (laughs) 
Do it more, Buffy. Yeah, I love it too. And Oz has black hair. Nobody talked about it. <laughs> He's got black hair. He does. He has like purple. He's had purplish hair before. It's been more like that reddy purple. Yeah, reddy orangey. So in, oh, yeah. In the red. This is very dark. This is like a box of black dye. Yeah. And nobody mentioned it. No. He, <laughs> it's just funny. This is just odd. He's just so cool. Yeah. He's like, my hair is black today. Yeah. He's so cool. <laughs> love him. I love it too. Do I love the black hair on Seth Green? And the answer is no. The answer is also, we just see him in this scene. True. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I think he's hotter as a redhead. Fair. That's you, my personal opinion. You, everyone is allowed to have their preferences. <laughs> Buffy is in super pink off the top yes, in the scene. Little, I don't know, like picnic blanket. <laughs> <laughs> like gingham? Yeah, it's like gingham, but it's very weird purple plum <laughs> straps. And then did you get a load of that skirt later? Yes. It's like diamond, like huge diamonds going down. I it. don't love this outfit. It's very weird. Um... It's just too, it's very mismatched. I thought it was a dress and then I thought it was cute, but then I saw that skirt and was like, what the hell? Very weird. And Willow has a really ugly sweater on. It's uh, <laughs> like red roses and then like red and brown striped sleeves. It's like brown and red. It's so weird. Don't you think? I didn't notice this. It's weird. <laughs> but you describing it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick that up off the shelf. No, brown and red. It's very strange. <laughs> Faith has these velvet paisley yes. pants on when she's at school, um, talking to Buffy in the courtyard, and she's got this black denim jacket. She looks so cool. Yeah. Faith's fashion in this whole episode is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, many leathers, but this, like, velvety pant is very cool. This is when Buffy starts to get dark in the episode. She's wearing this, like, long leather, like, matrix jacket for a bunch. And Buffy doesn't wear this kind of leather. Her leathers are often light and beige and, like, dove gray. But this is dark and shiny. It almost looks like a rain jacket sometimes. (laughs) And it's super light. Yeah. Too. Maybe it it is a rain jacket. It it could be. I think it's leather. (laughs) But it looks leather. But it's it's a bit. It's kind of walking that line. (laughs) Um, but they're all, they're both all in black, kind of from this point on for a while. And this is Buffy comes to the table at breakfast with Joyce in all black. It's very weird for her. She doesn't wear all black. Uh, so it's just so jarring mm-hmm. when you see it tells the story. Mm-hmm. But then Buffy is back to teal in the motel. She's wearing all, like, beautiful teal outfit, like, beautiful wool teal um, jacket and, like, teal underneath. And so we see her. And back in her high heels, too. Back to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this incredible outfit she's wearing in the bronze when they start dancing. Mm. It's, like, satiny. It's, uh, I mean, this is every 90s club. Yeah. This teeny shirt, like, slinky. Yes. No bra. Yes. Yeah. Very just cool. Just dancing. Mm-hmm. And Buffy looks so tan at the end, too, which, like, contributes to sort of Faith being sort of quite, you know, she's very pale. She's got her dark berry lip. And then, yeah, Buffy is so tan and frosty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just completely different slayers. Yep. Obviously, as kind of the thesis of the episode. What did you think about the Illuminati fashion? <laughs> what did you the think? Were they wearing like construction Tunics. vests, <laughs> or they were they medieval-y? They're medieval-y. Okay, I, I was like, what the hell vests are these? I think they're supposed to be kind of like crusaders. Okay, did they? Because they referenced the 15th century. Yes. Wesley did. He's a 15th century blah blah. So I guess this is medieval-y garb. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And they're really into swords. Mr. Trick also Ah, talks about how they like swords and doesn't like vampires who like swords. So medieval. Because they're old-fashioned and he's a modern vampire. Totally. Funny. So, very funny. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. There's a few things. Some of them don't seem as... (laughs) 
uh, big compared to some of the other things in the episode. But uh, okay, uh, something that bothered me was uh, Xander called Hordy, uh, Cordy a hooker. Mm-hmm. That she Push fashion, yeah, fashion, hooker fashion, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we've talked about the word hooker before. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it makes me think of the '90s. Like I haven't heard that word used in casual conversation in like a long time, but um, but they've used it in the show. So again, Cordy go low, Xander go low. Yeah. This is we've seen it before. Yeah, uh, not nothing new for Xander really. No, and Joyce talks about this diet. Yes. This is, isn't this interesting? Like, she's like, it's when Buffy's waiting for the newspaper at breakfast and Joyce comes down and is like, uh, don't, some days you just want to say to hell with the diet. And uh, it's just so casual about diet culture and about how, I guess, this leads me to believe Joyce is always on a diet. Or is, <laughs> goes on diets. Mm-hmm. I think this is definitely a time, and to be honest, so is the time we're living in now. Yes. Um, people go on diets. Yeah. Whether they're on a permanent diet, I don't get that sense from Joyce. Sure. Like, we've seen them eat all kinds of stuff, and this is not a comment that comes up very much. But this episode, it did. Yeah. So Joyce is on a diet now. Now. It makes me think of, I mean, I know... Lots of people in, you know, my parents' generation that still talk about this. So it's very interesting. I feel like it was very common in the 90s. TV really encouraged this. I mean, it still does now, but... People diet now. They just don't talk about it. Yeah. Favorite lines? Yeah. I already said mine in the episode. I'm glad you did. (laughs) I had to. Um, I'll say them again after you. (laughs) (laughs) They deserve being repeated. I really love we can't save the world in jail. Hmm. When, when, like, Faith is so, there's so much about her logic in this episode that makes sense. And then there's, and then for me, about midway through the episode, I lose track of Faith's logic. But Mm. there is a definitely, like, like a huge part of it at the beginning of the episode that makes perfect sense to me. Yep. And that the real, the, 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 the Buffy world is the screwed up world. And then about 50% of the way through, halfway through, I'm like, no, Faith's is the world that's screwed up. So it's a really beautiful balance. I also love, let Captain Courageous here go, which is what... (laughs) Giles, Giles says to Balthazar, oh, Captain Courageous. Courageous. And I also love, his name is Angel. <laughs> I love it. So good. Um, Buffy saying, I hate it when they drown me. Oh. <laughs> so good. How could, I, how could I miss that one? Yes. yes so good. So good. I love it. Uh, Moise in the front. Yes. <laughs> so gross. Uh, <laughs> He was a really good, really good baddie. He just he just gets basted. Okay. What? I can't believe we did it. Um, that was so much information. I just can't believe we made it through. <laughs> we have consequences is the episode that comes after this one. Oh, are there consequences for anyone's shit they've done? I wonder. I can neither confirm nor deny. Yes. <laughs> so, like, that's what we, we can... Uh, count on having more time to mull over these themes and and plot points that have been revealed in this episode. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. And there's more to come. Like, we have a Slayer that's killed someone. And we have a new Watcher and a Watcher's Council that we're not happy with. Yeah. We have... Ugh, it's just, there's so much. So much. Yeah. How are they going to wrap it up in the next... Seven how, episodes. Yeah. How do these hugely powerful characters mix? How do they mix? Cool. Find out next week <laughs> on My Best, Best Friend Thinks She's Puppy. <laughs> Arg. Grr. Grr. Arg.